Yeah, I said make it sound uh, super professional. You actually said make it sound super professional? Yeah, you, you got to command it, bro, like it's your bitch, bro. <laughs> I really want to do these street interviews, man. And then not like the way people basically do it, you know? They always ask some question related to dating or sex or bullshit like that. Nah, nah, nah. I yeah. Do something, I want to do something more interesting. Like, I remember on the podcast I talked about this idea that men's pictures are the reason why the average woman doesn't find the average man attractive it's not that they don't find the average man attractive they just men just take terrible pictures so i want to prove that out by having guys give me their selfies that they've taken and then i would take a better picture of them and then i put together a, a, a simple app so that when we go talk to girls or whatever it's like, all right, I need you guys to swipe on this. And then we could collect the data and actually show that maybe my theory is right. Maybe it's wrong. And maybe the average woman really doesn't find the average man attractive. But I think that'd be interesting. Do you think it works both ways? Like uh, guys don't find the women attractive too? No, no, no. Most guys... Here's the thing. I think men's attraction to women is binary. Like the photos. I mean, by the photos. No, here's the thing. Women take better pictures of themselves than they actually look like in real life. You know, mm-hmm. guys are expecting someone who looks better than their pictures or who looks as good as their pictures and they don't. Women are good at taking pictures and making it flattering with the lighting and the angles and shit. So I don't know if that's worthy of testing, but because mm-hmm. like this idea that the average woman doesn't find the average man attractive. I don't know. I see these average women. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, dude. But that would be interesting to test. I don't know. I just want to ask more interesting questions. Do you know who Sneeko is? Yeah. Yeah. I I like when he was on YouTube. I liked his content. Um, oh, he's not on YouTube anymore? He got kicked off. Oh, for real? Yeah. So he's off Twitch and YouTube? Yeah, I guess. He's on Rumble now. And he has a creativity kit that he sells. I actually bought it. What is uh, it? Basically, like, his method for how he makes his videos and, and stuff. And then also access to his his former youtube channel so it's on vimeo but all his videos are there so it's supposed to be inspiration a way to study to see how he got because his videos are so good they're so good just on a creativity and artistic level they're so good and it'd be dope if table moments videos could be on that level so i'm studying i'm studying but uh yeah that'd be so cool and then because like table moments could be we have a podcast right we have the tiktok now missing the youtube videos like the midi we have those long form and then we have super short form there's nothing in between so have you looked into it yeah i went through a lot of the videos already like a lot of the initial advice that he gives to creators i already understand now because i've been doing like uh first step is like one getting the mindset right so in order to do this game to like actually make content you have to stop giving a shit what people think because there's always going to be haters and he has a whole video explaining that, like, look, like when you're putting yourself out there, you have to somewhat be vulnerable. Yeah, getting comfortable in front of the camera. So that t- comes with practice because you can tell when someone isn't used to the camera. I mean, at this point, I've done it so long, so much. Like I do. The crazy thing is, like with these videos, I record three minutes and I cut it down to 40 seconds, which seems like a lot, but a lot of cuts. But I mean, I just keep the core information that needs to be there. Everything else I just cut out. 
but I'm used to being in front of a camera. I'm used to live streaming. That's another thing that he mentioned, you know? So I already have all the skill sets and mindset you need for this, or at least the, the kind of intangible, no, the soft skills, at least the mindset part for this. Now it's just a matter of like, okay, I got to figure out stories or at least ideas for videos that are compelling. Yeah, Sneaker was an interesting character. Mm. Interesting dude. But uh, uh, I wanted to, uh, uh, that, that, that million that million views, uh, did it go up or what? Yeah, I think it's like a 1.1 1. 1 or something. Mm. Are you going to start know. doing like more reaction videos or what? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if it comes up, it comes up. But like, I'm not out here looking to do more of those just for the sake of it. But like, uh, you seem like you're doing pretty well with those. Uh, I guess, but it's like I'm not gonna just say things just to say things. Apparently, that guy that I made the clip from, that I took the the video from, yeah. Apparently, he has a reputation of just saying bullshit. <laughs> oh, huh? Yeah, people in the comments were like, "Yeah, this guy's always full of shit." <laughs> I was like, I didn't know who the guy was. I guess Omar knew who the guy was, but I don't know. I guess yeah, that's I've how he does him. it. I've seen him on TikTok. That's the thing. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the guy who just like, who just clout farms, you know? Like, I know it's easier. I know I can blow this up, whatever. But if you lose a part of yourself by doing this, like, I but like the it, idea. Is it the goal to actually promote the, the podcast? In the right way. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They're, like, seeing, if, if, they're seeing your ideas, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you, how you thought about what they're going, what they're going through or whatever they're showing, you know? So you can see more of that in our podcast okay it's a good selling point yeah but i'm not going to just make a video saying bullshit that isn't true no no, no i'm saying like the react videos oh uh, okay yeah, yeah i mean like if there's something that i th yeah so if there is something that people are seeing some type of way and i know more or can frame it in a different way then yeah yeah, yeah. that's the whole th yeah that's been the basic theme of the tiktok so far <laughs> Yeah, that, that fits. And that's sort of what we do on the podcast here. We talk about things and try to reframe things in different ways and anything and everything. But it was funny because I like <laughs> I posted one of our old videos. I was talking about how the best girls to go after are the ones, the girls who go to the gym and wear the baggy shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that video. Yeah, I saw it. And then I'm just reading the comments because like in that video, I don't say it's a bad thing to be doing all that. Yeah. I just say it's you're a better woman when you choose not to do that. And that's sort of yeah. related to which what will be last week's episode um, where yeah. we talk about taking the harder path. You know, it's pretty easy to just get attention and your life becomes a lot easier when you show a lot of skin and you put it all out there. But a woman who decides not to do that is a modest woman. And so I'm like, all right, yeah. it, it shows their behavior shows their character. Mm hmm. And so that was what I was saying. And then yet, for some reason, a lot of women who watched that same clip, all they got was like, I was staring at bitches in the gym. Mm. That's all they heard, even though I never said it. But I was, it. and then I made a stitch of my own video saying like, you guys completely missed the point. It was funny because like people in the comments, someone said, was quoting this Bible verse that says, if you can't something or if you can't control your, your urges, you have to cut your eyes out and then someone replied it was weirdly a woman too replied with another bible verse and i look it up and it basically says women should be modest and cover up basically <laughs> <laughs> but i was thinking about replying with like timothy 212 mm -hmm. in that verse it basically says women should shut the fuck up <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yo, the Bible go hard, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my bad. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> you ever read the Bible? Yeah, a little bit. I, I read a little bit of it, too. Dude, I was just thinking, yo, there's so much red pill in the Bible. It's crazy. So much. Yeah, also in the Quran, too. Yeah. Bible, Quran, all that. They were the first red pill. Mm-hmm. You just don't call it red pill. So I was thinking, like, you know what would be funny? To make an account where all you do is recite or you basically talk about the ideas in the Bible, but you don't actually refer to the account or anything in it as a, like, with any Bible or Christianity references. And then you just mm-hmm. make it seem like it's a red pill account. Mm. Yeah. And then so you, you just, just get content easily. Yeah, it's just the Bible. It's just the Bible. Yeah. And it's hilarious because it's like Christians would know what's going on. But most people who are watching it who aren't Christians aren't going to know. And so they're going to think, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. Not realizing it's just Christianity, mm-hmm. you know, or or it would be funnier if it was actually the Quran, because the Quran gets more of a pass than Christianity. Now in the West, it's pretty easy to shit on Christianity. Like it's, you know, I don't know if you've gotten that vibes, but. At least I've noticed it. Like, it's you could say whatever you want about Christians, but you can't say it about Muslims or Jews. So I think it'd be funny if, I guess, you take, like, a lot of verses in the Quran and <laughs> and the stories in there and just relate it to modern everyday life, make a TikTok account or, like, a whatever, and then, <laughs> but just do not mention the source that it's from the Quran. Maybe that, that could be an interesting way to convert people, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think part of, like, as soon as you, someone approaches you and say, says, have you been saved by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? It's like, okay, you already have your defenses up, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're like, yo, uh, maybe you pick some red pill passage in there, something about like strong men and whatever, and you make like a whole feed of that kind of stuff, you can actually bring people back to religion by not being upfront about the source. Now, is it deception? I don't know. You're just sharing the message, you know? Yeah. But that'd be a funny idea. Like, yo. And the, the funny thing is, like, I don't know if you could do it as videos, tweets, maybe. Yeah, that would be hilarious as tweets. But, and then just make a TikTok or a Twitter account just with those kind of passages tweeted every day. But maybe you change the words up so it sounds modern. Instead of using the shall, you'll say will and all that stuff. And, That'd be interesting. But um, I don't know if this would work for Instagram, though. You know what I recently learned about Instagram? What? That Instagram is really just to show off. It's to flex on people. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I didn't know that. This whole time I was thinking they're like the other platforms where it's just like, oh, people actually want to learn shit. But then now I look at I didn't I didn't put the pieces together. Yeah, I guess I guess that's why I don't really post anything on Instagram. But I don't care mm. to show anything, you know? Yeah. So then how could I flex for table moments? Because these, these clips aren't doing shit. I mean, yeah, they get views every now and then, whatever. But like people on Instagram are just looking to see things where people are flexing. Like even the reels, a lot of them are just like five second, eight second clips of stupid shit. Cars, girls, blah, 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 whatever. Like, So what would be the equivalent of table moments showing off? Should I buy Wait, a Rolex? You have your Instagram... Yeah, I, I don't I don't have Instagram anymore. Mm. Like I didn't delete it, but I just removed the app off my phone. Mm. Yeah, I only had it because so I could communicate with people. But then I, I I realized I was on it for too long and I'm watching the stories or um, 
going through a lot, like a lot of uh, clips, you know, like like TikTok, you know. So I ain't like that. I was doing that. Yeah, I mean, I talked about like the dating app idea I had, right? I actually yeah. built the the first version of that, or at least the the login and stuff. Okay. And I did get credentials from Facebook for that. But now that I understand it's an app for flexing, it might actually serve better as a platform for a dating app. I think it might. Yeah, I mean, I got a homie who all he does is just find people through Instagram and, you know, talk to them. Mm. Like a uh, date some, you know? Mm. And yeah, bro, like that's, he, he gets his Instagram, you know, copied by, you know, Dressing really good and taking good photos, all that. Mm. Going on trips too, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's like Hinge or Tinder, you know, those apps. Just upload photos, you know, good ass photos. Same. Yeah, thing. yeah. I don't know why, but it's just Instagram rubs me the wrong way. Probably because of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube's cool. They have their own problems, dude. I don't know this whole thing. TikTok. I don't know how long it's gonna last, dude. It's like, you don't think it's going to last that long? I don't think so. I mean, eventually I know I'm going to get banned. Because like even today when I was stitching one of my the videos, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is about me, man. But when people tell me I can't say something or I can't do something or this is not allowed, I have to do it, man. I have to. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, because then I'm like, man, I can't be a pussy about this. It's just a fucking... Mm. It's just a social media account. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, whatever. That's the thing. Like, I don't own these people. These 40,000, I don't own them. Like, so that's why, like, I'm I'm not, not going to get attached to it, you know? It's like, I don't know what the equivalent would be. And that's a crazy thing. Like, a lot of people put a lot of work into these things. And, like, even all the work I've done for growing the account and the podcasting and all that. And they could just take it away tomorrow. Just like that. And I think that's the problem I got to solve. I got to solve that. The fact that they could do that. Yeah. So I have some ideas, some big ideas. You know, building that? Uh, I think this is going to have to be a hardware solution. I'd have to build, you know, do you use Adblock? Yeah. Okay. So you have it on your computer. But mm-hmm. imagine if you had Adblock on every, any device that's connected to the internet in your home. Mm-hmm. So like you're on your phone, you don't see ads. I put it on a router? Yeah, you put it on a router. Mm. Yeah, that would cripple these companies if I could pull it off. Interesting. Yeah, it's like yeah, that can make money. Honestly, you could watch Atlas uh, on everywhere, bro. Even on uh, on your TV, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, remember the first thing I started with the guys was the telecommunications company. Yeah, I was experimenting with the software on the router that we were using, and you can install stuff and i did and i had a network ad block installed and the cool thing was you know how a lot of these smart tvs have ads Mm -hmm. uh, as their home screen it would block those Mm -hmm. it would block those Mm -hmm. it was just like yo now there's some issues because the way the tech works in a browser it has unencrypted it gets access to the unencrypted data but if you're just going to do it on the network level there's like some scrambling that the the computer does when it communicates to a website and so you have to somehow be able to unencrypt it in some way okay but i have some ideas for that i have some ideas but yeah i think if it was a small device that you plug it because that's the thing you could do like software stuff in like settings on a router but that would be too hard for someone to figure out 
Like you need something as simple as you plug it in and it just works. And so that's why I think it has to be a hardware solution. Probably something that you plug into, you know, that yellow cable that you have sticking into your router? Yeah. You unplug that where where that's plugged in, you plug in this device. And so it's literally in between and it can get all the mm-hmm. data before and when it comes from your computer or to your computer. And then all it has to do is take out ads from every device. And then if you're in, how many homes are there in America? Like 125 million. So then the device has to be pretty cheap if you're going to be uh-huh. able to serve that many people. So I'm thinking like a Raspberry Pi or something like that. I don't know. It would have to be something cheap, like sub $5 cost of manufacturing. Arduino, like a small Arduino one. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And then you can literally block ads on all device. And then you just charge people like $10 a month, $20 a month to see no ads on any device in their home. Obviously, when you're away from your home, you're going to have ads. But when you're in your home, you're not going to see any ads. And then on any device would be dope. Honestly, I think the coolest thing about it is that when you block the ads, the companies won't know that you didn't watch it. Because as far Mm -hmm. as they're concerned, the data was sent. So Mm -hmm. there would be a delay of advertisers realizing the money that they're spending on these ads are not working because people aren't actually seeing the ads that they're spending the money on. Yeah, that would be actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then you can actually cripple these corporations, which would be fucking awesome. I don't know. I've just been feeling like the Joker lately, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> let it all burn. Fuck everything. Uh, uh. Fuck everything, bro. Let it burn. Yeah. I, I'd rather I'd rather burn everything and start fresh than deal with this rigged shit, you know? Yeah. That'd be cool to build one day. But I don't know. I don't understand people who are just like, yeah, you just got to go with the flow and not rock the boat. And it's like... I don't know, man. Everyone just built different. But to me, it's just like, you got to shut up. I saw a video on TikTok with like Mr. Beast and The Rock. They were doing rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins donates whatever, blah, 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 to charity or whatever. I'm just like, Uh this motherfucker, The Rock, has to shut up. He can't say shit. Otherwise, he loses deals. All I see is a cage around him. That's all I see. I'm like, that shit sucks. It's like, why do people choose to live those lives? For the money? Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, good question. I don't know. I think people think, you know what? No, I'm just going to I'm gonna just keep my head low, stack this money, blah, blah, blah. And then when I made it, when I have fuck you money, I'm going to do what I want. It's like, wait, so you just, this whole time, you're just going to practice shutting up. And then when you do have money, when you do have something to lose, now you're going to speak up? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work that way. But to me, the way I've always seen it is just like, if I can't do it when I have nothing to lose right now, how the hell am I going to do it when I have actually like shit to lose, you know? Mm. So I figured just let me just throw it all out there. Obviously not just saying things just for the sake of it. So there's a fine line, right? I'm not going to go as extreme as like GD on in the Nelk boys. Okay. But (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to be where I'm annoying people and shit. I I don't want to get there and just like saying wild, crazy shit for the sake of it, like Jake Paul or whatever. But on the other hand, I don't want to be on the other end where I'm just saying whatever I got to say to stay in the good graces of people I hate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking even earlier today, like, so I think Andrew Tate, he says the wild shit. But Uh if you listen to the long form stuff, he's saying things that are actually useful. Uh To me, he seems like a lot like Trump, which is why I fuck with him. Not in that like, oh, he's the greatest, whatever. I mean, obviously, I have my issues with 
the opulence and the flashiness and all that with Andrew Tate. But to me, he's just the guy to take all the hate that's out there. He's just mm-hmm. a figurehead, like a lightning rod, you know? The lightning has yeah. to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere. Like the feminine rage has to go somewhere. And Andrew Tate is like the lightning rod that everything can get channeled to, and which means everyone else is safe because everyone's mm-hmm. just looking at Andrew Tate. So that, to me, he just played a valuable role as that, let alone like actually inspiring guys to live better lives and stuff, which is a lot like Trump. Like a lot of people hate Trump, but they can hate him and no other person surrounding him got the hate. Now, association and all that, they started expanding the circle. Anything touching Trump became a problem. But at the beginning, when he was starting, he was saying all the things that people believed but couldn't say themselves. And so they ended up using their vote to elect their champion, you know? And so that's why I see I see Andrew Tate the same way. And I'm on Twitter, I see people giving him shit and stuff. And I'm just like, you guys don't see the bigger picture here. It's beyond your thoughts about him. It's the, the role he's playing in this whole space. Do you think we're getting to a point where men are just fed up? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I think uh, uh, people like Andrew Tate, and uh, Kevin Samuels, uh, you know what I'm saying, are encouraging, you know, um, like they they call out the bullshit that, you know, women do, you feel me? And then uh, men, men are just like, that's true, you feel me? So everything they're saying is facts. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, becoming more open about the conversation. It was like, oh, no, we can't disrespect women, you feel me? But, uh, but women can disrespect a man however they want and get away with it you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah bro i think well, we opened up a discussion you know they say uh poor times make strong men strong men strong men make good times good times make weak men and then weak men make poor times and then it's the cycle that continues but i'm thinking uh, that's uh, jordan peterson right uh, i don't know if he's the original quote but i'm sure he said it before but like yeah. i think what if we could short circuit that? Like at the time right now where good times make poor men. But no, no, no. But I think men are waking up. Now, I can't tell you exactly like what's out there. I think a lot of young men resonate with this. Like, you know, you actually got to work hard. You got to make something of yourself. No one's going to accept you for you. All that stuff. 100%. Yeah. 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 And I think because in order for this cycle to make sense for the time we're in right now, and I wouldn't say this is a poor time. Maybe we're getting into the poor time and it's making strong men. But I mean, is it poor time for everybody? I don't think so. I think women think they, I don't know if they enjoy it. Cause I mean, no, actually, if you just take surveys and stuff and ask about happiness, it's at a, it's pretty low at the moment. I think, I think this is probably one of the worst times. You think so? Yeah, 100%. Like in, okay. term, in terms of what, what are, you, what are you talking about? Okay. Like, what are you talking about? Like in terms of what? Poor times are like. People are hungry, going hungry, like, uh, like famine, like power. Uh, you don't about, have enough. Um, that is a poor time. Like, I thought you, I thought everything... you were referring to like relationships. I mean, yeah, maybe um, it starts in the social space first, but then that. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're having like crazy layoffs, the huge recession now, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people living uh, off of what they have left and yeah it's gonna get worse as time goes on and the inflation is killing uh the money that we already have so 
not worth as much. But uh, as far as, far as relationship-wise, it's not good. Well, I think things aren't bad enough yet. Because right now, it's like only men, young men especially, are the ones paying the price for the poor times that exist right now. Now, things will continue to get worse. And then I think when women start feeling the poor times, which I, I think, think they're... women are feeling it too. How so? Um, well, I was thinking more in terms of relationship, but they're getting older and realizing that their past matters, you know what I'm saying? So they started to, to get into a relationship for them. And they're always being, um, I just, I just read this quote actually, or this tweet, bro. It had me dying. And so this woman was like, uh, I'm screwed. I, I'm really only attracted to East African men for real. And this one dude commented, the realization single Eritrean Ethiopian mothers have when they hit 30. It's too <laughs> late now. Mm-hmm. You know, I am uh, warning my brothers about people like you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of these women, bro, um, they don't see, like, I think, I think uh, the government is trying to make us, I don't, I don't, yeah, maybe everything you see around us, they're incentivizing us to be single. You know what I'm saying? So um, you'll see like rent will be occupied more because there are more single people buy their own groceries too. And they tell me like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's getting, I think it's getting worse for both sides. Just seeing all that. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, I don't know. I don't, it blows my mind that they don't notice the patterns. Like, yeah, as soon as 30 comes around. Also, it's crazy, like, cause, uh, bro, the kid, kids now are are learning. They gotta choose what they what they they identify, you know, as. as and they, you know, they. The, the, I was watching videos. They, they were saying like, um, they don't. They took down the American flag and then they they instead put up a pride flag. And then they expect kids to choose um, if they are gay or not or whatever. And I'm like. Why the fuck? Why the fuck have kids gotta learn this at this young age? So it's it's crazy because you know even even Jordan Peterson was saying um, there are boys that are feminine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't put anything in their heads, let them grow up, they'll be they'll be they'll be more acceptable what their gender is um, once they hit their their uh, later teens. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you do bring up this kind of Thinking like you got this feminine energy, yeah, they're gonna turn gay, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's happening, bro. So, bro, it's there's just a problem with like the whole Western thinking, bro. It's just fucked up, bro. Yeah, I mean, people are highly suggestible, which makes sense why they do it. That's why I, <laughs> I decided years ago that I would have to homeschool. Like, here's a funny thing: like all the things that you guys are hearing now about, like schools teaching, suggesting all that stuff. This is what Republicans have been saying for years. They've been saying yeah. it for years. And nobody was listening. Yeah, because it's just like, what, Republicans are racist, so we can't listen to them. It's like, <laughs> they, were, they were saying it. They were saying it for so long. But here's the weird thing. Like, I don't know. Are enough people waking up? Or, or what? That's the thing. Like, what do they say? I don't know if this is even true that someone said this or whatever, but it takes 10, 10% of people to start a revolution. So it's like you don't even need most people to agree with you. Most people would just go along which, with whoever sounds the loudest. And so it turns out you really only need 10% of revolutionaries, people to start the revolution for the thing to actually continue. Now, if I were just to pull a number out of my ass, 
to guess at what percentage we are in terms of like people waking up, men deciding, yo, we're not going to deal with this bullshit anymore and whatever. I think we're at like five to six percent, five to six percent of men. Most people are just plugged in men. I mean, I don't know if you know that, like your friends, probably not. But like most people don't even think they're just, hey, tell me what to think. And they go Mm. along and not willing to say anything contrary or crazy. They'll believe whatever they're told. Like I am probably an anomaly and a defect. I was actually thinking this the other day, like, you know how our parents or at least dad and all the Habisha fathers would always talk about like Eritrea politics and all that crap, right? Yeah. And they want to see a free Eritrea one day, right? Mm-hmm. But I was thinking like Eritrea will never be free because most of Eritrea is made up of people who are like here, the same people who are here, who won't stand up for anything here. So yeah. who are compliant, who shut their mouth, who don't want to rock the boat. Those people are here. Same people as back home. There's no way that type of set, that personality and temperament could ever create a free country. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these old ass Habersham men talking, talking with no possibility of actually creating a better future. I'm just like, it was all bullshit. They're just bullshitting each other. Man, I swear to God, if I ever find those guys, if I ever see them like drinking coffee or whatever, I'm going to sit down right next to them and start calling out all their bullshit, bro. All of it. <laughs> it's like, what? Your country will never be free. Shut up. Tell me, say something that everyone in this group would disagree with you about. Just fake revolutionaries is what I see it. Mm-hmm. I have a bone. To, I'm thinking we start local, dude. We start local. I think there's a few Habesha guys who understand, who fuck with the Andrew Tate shit, right? The mindset. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you fix the community by starting, by taking it over. And just like, you know what? No, we're not dealing with this bullshit anymore. You guys have run this thing into the ground. This thing doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. I'm just in this like anarchy mood. I don't know why. And I know my life would be easier if I just went along and got along, man. Like, who wants an easier life? I guess most people, but not me. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh, uh, gone on dates in Dallas? One. Was it good? Yeah. yeah, it was whatever. That's the thing. I haven't even felt like it. That's the thing. Like, thought about dating and then I'm just like, no, nah, I'd rather work. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you have to choose. You have to choose because, like, time is limited. And dating is a part-time job if you want to be successful at it. And yep. I did it with this one. And I was just like, after, like, the second day, I was like, eh, I don't feel like seeing her again. <laughs> I just don't. Mm. And then when you're working on stuff, too, you start realizing how mediocre a lot of girls are. Just like, yeah. so you just watch Netflix. You know, you have these conversations enough times. And you're just like, ah, okay, cool. Oh. There's a new Netflix show that you're watching. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So, no. I'm going to focus on the work stuff right now. And, yeah, no. It's such a waste of time, dude. It's, oh, my God. But at the same time, you can't just, I don't know. You have to balance it, maybe. But it's, like, it's hard to justify the time when you're trying to build. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's true. That's right. Which is funny, because, like, uh, I reposted that uh, video I said about, like, tea dates or coffee dates and Mm. show up early so all right for the listeners if you haven't heard this before the best place for a first date is starbucks because you can just invite her to tea or coffee whatever it's open late at night it's a place they're familiar with and the strategy should be you show up early get your drink bring a book and then when she shows up which is usually five minutes late 
she'll see that you already have a drink and she'll instinctually go to the go get her own drink okay mm. and yo in the comments a lot of bitches prob having problems with this like you can't afford a five dollar drink no bitch it's 350 and no i'm not gonna pay for a stranger <laughs> like yeah it's like and then it just blew my mind how entitled a lot of women were in the comments they're like like if a guy did that i would walk out immediately bullshit you know you know how guys talk big shit about like i, I kick his ass i fuck that nigga up right mm -hmm. yeah women are the same way women are the same fucking way <laughs> Yeah, they're all talking bullshit like, oh man, if a guy did that, I would immediately walk to, walk out. It's like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Do you know yeah. how many? And then they're all like, oh, you must be dealing with like uh, inferior women. Basically, that's what they're implying. Look, bitch, I date the smart girls. I date the PhDs, the fucking doctors, the nurses, the ones who work for a, a giant bank. Okay, the managers, like the ones who like run departments and shit. Those are the girls I date. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it also got me thinking, like, women are the first to shit on other women, you know? Because, yeah. They, yeah, they just assume the women that I date aren't quality women because they bought their own drink. Which, if you look at it objectively, it's you're meeting a stranger. You don't know this person. So, like, going out. Guys in the comments are like, yo, that's good riz. And then, obviously, women in the comments talking. They all got big vaginas. Is that what you'd say? In, in the comment section dude the comments are a joy i think that's like my reward for a video that does well i get to have fun in the comments uh, but um yeah it's funny this has been it's been funny and my rule is to like and heart every comment i see just because i know it's pretty rare for people to do that to to even just because i know how dry the their inboxes are okay if you're not a content creator if you don't actually put a lot of content out there you barely get any comments you get you don't get any, like, in your, I mean, you probably get messages from people on Instagram, but, like, if you're on TikTok, I don't know how often people are DMing you or you get notifications from there that aren't directly from TikTok. But to me, I'm just like, yo, I could be the notification in your inbox That's, that uh, you almost never get. So it's like name recognition, you know? What do they say about marketing? You have to be in someone's face seven times before yeah. they start recognizing your own brand. So I think that's just one other way to be in their face again. I try. I'm still figuring it out, though. Still figuring it out. But 3.5 million likes, not bad. Not bad. But YouTube's next. I'm going to conquer YouTube. I think I need to do that. And then, uh, and then hopefully get this song with Brizo finished. And then I want to make a YouTube video about that. Wait, I sent you something today. Was it uh, like parts what uh, Eddie Tate said? Yeah, it was his words. This could be a whole genre of music, I think. It doesn't have to be just rap. So basically, what I ended up doing was I took one of the beats, the producer for this Andrew Tate project that I've been trying yeah. to orchestrate, and I took a clip, a rant that Andrew Tate did on the Fresh and Fit podcast, and then I put it, overlaid it on the song, on the beat, and then I adjust the wording a little bit, so adjust the pacing of his speech so that it made sense, sort of made sense with the beat. There's definitely more work I got to do, but... You know what you could do? What? Um, also, use ChatGPT to write a rap verse uh, using lines. Oh, and yo, I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, and this then you could put it into, there's another app that can use Entertate's voice. Mm -hmm. And all you got to give it a paragraph, it'll read it. So instead, you could put uh, the rap on there, mm -hmm. and it'll rap it for you. 
and put a beat on it and be, you know, see how it sounds. Could you... How would I phrase this? Have you ever used chat GPT before? Yeah, all the time. Oh, for what? For my business. For real? Yeah, when I send emails, I make it sound nice. You just say, write an email to this guy telling him we really appreciate it working with you. and Yeah, I said, make it sound uh, super professional. And... <laughs> you didn't say that. You actually said, make it sound super professional? Yeah, you got you to gotta act like, you, you got to command it, bro, like it's your dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Like, bro. Okay, and then it gives you an email? Yeah, it, it writes out the whole thing for me, and then I, I take it to an email and then send it out. <laughs> I can show you a few examples that I have. Yeah, sure. All right, so what would be a good prompt for this? Yeah, I'd just write... say, uh, write me... Uh, a rap song using write me a rap song that Andrew Tate would write. That's it. Yeah, and let's see what pops up. Oh shit! Oh fuck! It's not gonna work. Holy shit! Yeah. And it gives you a chorus. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you... I didn't. I didn't. It never even occurred to me. It never it's even the occurred. Go, bro, dead ass. What the fuck? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna spit these bars. I'm gonna spit these bars. Okay. Holy shit! Yeah, All right, verse one. I'm the king of the ring, the heavyweight champion. Got a million followers. They call me the sensation. I'm making moves. No room for hesitation. Taking over the world with my dedication. Chorus. Andrew Tate got the game on lock. Never backing down. Always on top. Got the brains. Got the brawn. Got bringing the heat. Never backing down. What? That's weird. Okay, it's not perfect, I guess. Try, try, write a prompt, uh, a new prompt. Just be like, write me a rap song uh, using Andrew Tate lines. First one. I'm the one and only, the king of the game. Andrew Tate, the name, bringing the heat and the fame. I'm a master of business, a genius in the ring, never losing, always winning. That's my thing. <laughs> Chorus. <laughs> Andrew Tate, the legend, the real deal. Bring in the fire, the drive, the raw appeal. Got the brains, got the bronze, got the moves. Never backing down. Always making it groove. Okay. I think I'm just going to have to, like, take lines from here and there, but whatever. Verse 2. I'm a fighter, a warrior. I never give up with my words and my actions. I'm always on top. I'm a motivator, a teacher, a leader of men, showing the world how to live, love, and win. That's not bad. That's okay, not bad. I got you. This is, this is what you said, right? Um, write me a rap song that great would write using Andy Taste. All right. Wait. Write me a rap song that that Drake would write using right. Andrew Tate's line. It's <laughs> 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 lines. I don't know. How does Drake sound? <laughs> he has like I don't know, a flow. Maybe you could pick up a flow. Uh see, I think it kind of messed up here, but all right, here's the chorus that it came. Listen up, I'm the king of the game, Andrew Tate's words. I'm going I'm giving them flame. I'm making moves, taking the lead. With my mind and muscle, I always succeed. Drake and Andrew Tate, the power team. Yeah, so it's assuming Drake's part of it. Got the brains, got the brawn, got the drive, never backing down, always alive. Okay, there's a pattern here for sure. Yeah. I'm a fighter, I'm a warder, I never give up with the words, my actions, I always win. I don't know, the second one wasn't that bad, but it definitely needs way more work in terms of like actually being compelling. Like I thought a funny line, because when I was mm -hmm. coming up with... Um, because I, I sent Brizo like inspiration, some of his top tweets and some of some quotes I saw from YouTube videos. 
And then I was uh-huh. like, yo, I was trying to come up with lines too. And I was like, yo, what if it's like Lambo, Merc, Aston, Ferrari, bitch, what's the color? Yo, Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, like there was this one line. It, it, he didn't say it, but I thought it was hilarious. It's like, I like my girls like olive oil, extra virgin. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see what he can come up with if he can finish it, but I guess ChatGPT. Like, w- wait, so what would you do? You would normally write, right? Write me a professional email to thank um, the uh, whoever, like the broker for giving us an opportunity to work with them as a transportation provider. That's what you do? And you just hit enter? Yeah. yeah. Subject, dear broker's name. I hope this email finds you well. I wanted to take a moment to formally express my gratitude for the opportunity to work with you as a transportation provider. Your trust in us has allowed us to continue providing high-quality transportation services to your clients. Your dedication and professionalism in this partnership have made the working relationship smooth and productive. Your attention to detail and prompt communication have (laughs) been much appreciated and have contributed greatly to the success of our collaboration. We understand the importance of building strong relationships with our broker, and we are committed to delivering the best possible service. Once again, thank you for your support for the opportunity to work with you best regards and then empty space for your name pretty good dude i let put in this prompt write another prompt just be like make it shorter <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did all right <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> yo this is what you've been using yeah, bro, this, this shit easy, nigga. I, I I didn't have to think anymore, bro. With this Roddy shit, I hate Roddy. Take uh, care of that. Yeah, it did. So originally it was one, two, four paragraphs. Now it made me three, but I'm gonna say make it shorter again. Yeah. Can, do I gotta write make it even shorter? You can say <laughs> that. Yeah. I just want it down to like two lines. <laughs> Oh yeah! All right, this is nice. <laughs> Holy shit! So that whole paragraph I read before is now just this. I wanted to yeah. express my gratitude for our partnership as a transportation provider. Your trust and professionalism has made our relationship productive and successful. We appreciate your dedication and look forward to continuing to deliver high quality services to meet your clients' transportation needs. Thank you for your support. Best regards. Yo, what the fuck? Simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit. Hey, I, this shit easy, nigga. No, 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 but you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? What if uh, they're using ChatGPT to send you emails and reply to your emails? Well, all these niggas are slow, bro. That's what I realized, bro. Not a lot of people using it. Um, I know, I know, but eventually we're going to get to a point where no one's actually communicating directly to each other. Everyone's just yeah. using ChatGPT to speak to each other. Yeah, but it, it, what, what matters is how they receive it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Like, cause that that will make them feel some type type of way, and they'll want to respond back or not respond. You know, mm-hmm. so you just want to keep it professional in regards to everything. Um, and if they send it back to you professional, that means you're doing a good job too, even though they're using ChatGPT. You know. <laughs> no, and, dude. Yeah, but also regardless, you get you're getting a connection. Damn. All right, I'm gonna have to experiment with this a little more. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't experimented with it. I did a little bit. I tried to, all right. <laughs> I tried getting some statistics data from it. I was like, you know how people are like the delusional calculator that, that Fresh and Fit always use to like see how yeah. rare somebody is. So I was yeah. like, all right, wouldn't it be funny if I did it for the Table Moments podcast? I'm a black mm-hmm. guy who's over six feet tall with a podcast. 
<laughs> like <laughs> how many of people are there? Like what's, how rare am I? Mm -hmm. Right. And I figured, oh, cool application. And then as soon as they put it in, they're like, you know, we can't make any judgments based on race and blah, 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 whatever. I was like, fuck this. They're already, they're mm -hmm. already messing with the algo, you know? Yeah. So. I did, I did uh, tell to write me a strategy code for trading view that incorporates Bollinger Bands and Fibonacci retracements. Mm -hmm. And it wrote me like a whole like code and to plug it into trading view. Did it work? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't try it. I was like. I just want to see what it looks like. And I said, add more strategy. I kept adding more strategy. I was like, add more future to increase chance of profits. And then it kept adding it. And I said, add those to the code. And yeah, it's fun. Okay. Um, like, I'm just typing in something right now. How do I promote the Table Moments podcast? Here are a few strategies you can use to promote your podcast Table Moments. Utilize social media. Psh, already doing that. Reach out to your network, personal and professional. Oh, it broke. I actually broke chat GPT. Does it break sometimes? Uh, I mean, you just, yeah, like sometimes. What do you mean break? Like it's just an error in body stream. And then I just hit regenerate. And just uh, refresh. Hmm. I try it, yeah. Um, also, Omar asks, uh, what's the most preserved uh, uh, religion? And ChatGPT said Islam has not been um, changed at all. It's the most, uh, yeah, it's, just, it's the most... Um, What's it called? How you say it? Like it's just it's it's never been changed, basically. Hmm. Okay, so at least some things like uh, all right. So like the advice it gave on promoting the podcast: leverage email marketing, build an email list of subscribers who are interested in your podcast. Okay, optimize your website. Dedicated. I guess I could build a website for Table Moments. Participate in podcast directories. Submit your podcast to popular podcast directories. Already do that. Host live events. Already doing that. Okay. Like, what would be something like, who gets killed by police more? White people or black people? I think you're going to say something about race again. See? Interesting. Okay, okay. This is interesting. It's actually giving me a response based on some data or whatever. Okay. So the question was, who gets killed by police more? White people or black people, right? Yeah. Now, according to the data from various sources, including the Washington Post, bullshit, um, and the Centers for Disease Control, why the fuck would the CDC be a source? According to these sources, black people are disproportionately killed by police in the United States compared to white people. But that's not the question I asked. I asked who gets killed more by police, not by proportion. So this disparity... Uh, say, say that. Say the same prompt, but comma, not by proportion. I still... I don't know. We'll see if it works. Who gets killed by police more, white people or black people by total, not by proportion? Okay, now it gave me the answer. Oh, and then it qualifies the statement. Interesting. It says, according to the data from the Washington Post and the Centers for Disease Control, more white people are killed by police in the United States each year compared to black people. However, <laughs> as mentioned earlier, this disparity is particularly pronounced when considering racial demographics of the United States population. It's slightly woke. It's slightly woke. Yeah. What would be something where it's just like it would break it? I, I, it's pretty much getting at sources from other sites. Are trans women women? <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what it's saying. <laughs> trans women are individuals who were assigned male at birth but identify and live as women. The concept of gender identity is complex and personal. It's up to each individual to determine their own gender identity. Many societies and organizations include medical 
and mental health professionals recognize and affirm the gender identity of trans women and as women. The right to self-identify as a woman is a human right. It's protected by laws in many countries. Okay. All right. <laughs> Whatever. All right. I'm going to have to experiment with this. I want to see if I can break it. I really want to break yeah. it. Yeah. It's fun, right? I guess. I mean, sure. Like, eventually, Microsoft is going to own it, right? So. Yeah, they're going to put it on being that. I don't know if it's going to be that much better than Google if they're going to start, like, influencing the algo. Like, I think they're trying to make it neutral for everyone so you don't get hate on it. Oh, I, I saw this on Twitter. Write me a poem about Donald Trump. Oh, okay, it works. What the fuck were people talking about on Twitter? Like, it doesn't work. Oh, also, you should, you should ask, you should ask, uh, uh, give me some most, con- the most controversial Andrew Tate lines, and then you can just use those, for, uh, create a rap for it. Give me Andrew Tate's most controversial statements. Okay. In 2018, Tate posted a tweet saying that women are only good for cooking and cleaning. <laughs> in 2019, <laughs> Tate made headlines for a video in which he used racial slurs and made derogatory comments about black people. In 2020, Tate was accused of physical and emotional abuse by multiple women. He denied the allegations but faced widespread criticism for his behavior. In 2021, Tate was caught on video making sexist derogatory comments about women. The video quickly went viral and sparked outrage among many social media users. It's important to know that these statements are highly controversial and have been widely con- Ooh, I got I got something to, to put in here. Is Hunter Biden a crackhead? There have been allegations that Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, has struggled with drug addiction, including reported history of using crack cocaine. However, it's important to know that these allegations have not been suspe- substantiated with concrete evidence and are often politically motivated. What are you talking about? We got pictures of him with a crack pipe in his mouth. Oh, shit. <sighs> so slightly woke is my conclusion. Yeah. <laughs>